Welcome to Life Shouldn't Hurt. I'm your host, Grant Fedorik, and for the next 30 minutes, I've got the privilege of listening to and sharing some amazing, very real-life stories about lifestyle, health, and well-being with all you amazing people. So today, it's my good fortune to speak with Kent Clark, who's very well known to me because I met him some 15 years ago with something very common. And more common than you realize, but also can be very, very uncomfortable and get in the way of so many things people want to do. And that's tennis elbow. And when you hear the term tennis elbow, you probably just think, well, that's some pain somewhere in the elbow and you can't play tennis. But that's not actually the case. Tennis elbow is this chronic inflammation or acute inflammation. It could be new, it could be old, right on the outside of the elbow. And when it gets in the way of you doing what you want to do, you end up meeting us. And in some cases, if it's around for a long time, that's why we have Kent Clark here telling his story, because sometimes it's not just a simple problem to have. Kent, welcome. Thank you for having me, Grant. It's, sure. a, it's a fantastic to see you because you're, uh, you're a success story, but you've also got a great one to share. So yeah. why don't you tell us about how, when you first got this, what you went through, what it was like. Okay. No, that sounds good. Um, yeah, is is like you said about 15 years ago uh, when I finally eventually came to see you. Um, yeah, one of those things where I was I was pretty active. I was into a lot of racket sports, golf, hockey, and uh, and it was the, the odd thing was is uh, I was framing out my basement and swinging the hammer, and the next thing you know, uh, the next day, my arm started bothering me, and I in my mid 30s didn't really know what it was. I uh, knew it was painful and. Thought it was just kind of going to go away. So you start talking to people about it and, and that type of thing, and, and they say, okay, um, I've got the same thing, and here's what I did, and it's kind of different for everybody. So I really find that uh, it's it's one of those things that that you just you have to get some attention to, and uh, I literally had tried. I tried everything. Uh, I tried acupuncture. I tried massage and um you name it, uh, cupping and uh, chiropractic until I finally came to you guys. And that's when you were breaking out the brand new uh, radial shockwave uh, machine. I think I helped you get it out of the box at that time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get to the shockwave, but I want to yeah. hear more about the actual. So you had it on both arms. I did, yeah. I had it on both arms, which was really strange because um, I'm, I'm only right-handed and that's what I used all the time. But my my father had gone through it, so I didn't know uh, he had some tendonitis issues in his whole body, whether it was Achilles or through his arms. And like I said, different things help uh, fixed uh, different people. And, and for me, like I said, it was, it was one of those things that was just chronic. It was, it was really tough. I had to take uh, a couple of years off of golf, a couple of years off of hockey. And um, it was tough. I was like mentally not in a good space. I, I'd go to the golf course with my buddies and they'd be like, come on, you can swing a club. And I really literally just could not do it. It was, it was too painful to lift my keys off the table. It was, you know, lifting a cup of coffee. And I, I know there's a lot of people out there that go through it and, and um, we just don't talk about it. And, well, you yeah. named, you said a few things that are telltale signs of it actually. Yeah. So those listeners out there, if you've tennis elbow, telltale signs, pain on the outside of the elbow, pretty acute. And uh, you described some, it'll hurt to grip things like a golf club, yeah. uh, wringing out a cloth. Yeah. Even wiping your butt, kind of reaping or reaching around and having to hold the toilet paper that that can even be so painful. <laughs> but another one, and the one that brings people in oftentimes is 
lifting coffee. Yeah. So I think that it's it's totally. almost like if I can't reach for my coffee, that's it. I got to do something about yeah. this. Everything <laughs> else is okay. But when I can't grab my coffee, that's it. This needs to be sorted out. Yeah. But yours is a neat one because, uh, and really important for people to hear, because something that is outside of the elbow pain can really keep you from doing the things you want to do. And, and I think that's when we met. And I think that's an exactly important, it. I think yeah. that's an important topic to get into in that, you know, there's hope because at that time, I think you were starting to consider surgery. surgery. I had, I had scheduled surgery twice essentially and canceled it both times and just wasn't, wasn't ready for that next step. And when you guys had told me about the the next process and, this new treatment you were going to try. It was just, that was the next step for me. And it wasn't immediate, obviously. Uh, it takes some time for the shockwave to do its thing. But once it did, man, it, it changed my life. Had yeah. you quit? What else, what other things did you stop doing? Cause you work out. Did you, yeah. you stopped working out at that point? Yeah. I stopped working out. I, like I said, it, mostly sports. I'm a pretty active guy. And, and like you said, picking up the cup of coffee, I'm in real estate. I shake a lot of people's hands and you know what it's like when you go in to shake somebody's hand, you, you know, it's going to be painful and, uh, you try and shake hands left-handed or what have you. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, there was a lot of signs that just made me say, you know, I, I need to, I need to do something about this. And, and I thought surgery was going to be eventually my, what it was going to be. Medication? Uh, yeah. Did you try that? Did uh, uh, did you go try anti-inflammatories? Yeah, or? Advils and what have you and some topical creams and yep. you name it, tried all that. But uh, And not cortisone. And I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did two cortisone shots and uh, I mean, it was, it's a Band-Aid fix, right? It, it, it basically made me feel really good for X amount of time, a month, a month and a half type thing. And and what really I was continuing my activities because I was so excited to be back normal again that I'd go out golfing and uh, I think I was doing more harm than good. And once the cortisone wear, wears off, you're uh, back at square one and probably not at square one anymore. So You're listening to uh, Life Shouldn't Hurt here on uh, the Chorus Radio Network. We're talking to Kent Clark about his unfortunate bilateral, which means both elbows, tennis elbow that he had some 15 years ago. And um, just fortunate to have him back on the show to share his story so that those people out there who are very frustrated with this, one, hear a story, you're not alone. Uh, yeah. Number two, yes, tennis elbow, although it might sound like something's fairly insignificant, it's not just tennis that gets stopped <laughs> by an injury like this. There's a lot of things and impact on your life that it can have. And for you listeners, what, what actually is happening in there is it starts out as a chronic inflammation, little micro tears right on the outside of the elbow where what we call the common extensors, these muscles that lift your wrist up towards you where they attach to the outside of the elbow. And after you get these micro tears, you get an onset of this inflammation. Inflammation causes pain, of course, because of the chemicals that are released, what are called bradykinin, substance P, yeah, I sound smart all of a sudden, but those things, they hurt. Now, over a period of time, if your body isn't able to deal with that, it's trying to mend, what can happen is the, the body starts to try to solve it by putting down more and more collagen. And the analogy I use is it's kind of like if you had a, a splinter on a door jam and you just start putting glue down left, right, and center, and you never really get a chance to mend it, to hold it, to smooth it out. You just add more and more glue. It becomes thicker and thicker, and then you get a, a, a functional change in the way that it should work. 
And that's what we that's where we met uh, Kent way back when was dealing with those tennis elbows. And fortunately, at the time, we talked about Shockwave. And uh, it, it wasn't just new to us, but it was definitely new to St. Albert when we had just opened up. Now, when I first talked to you about Shockwave, what did you think? Because I said, let's do this Shockwave. What went through your mind? <laughs> yeah, hey, I was up for anything at that time. Like, literally, I was I was listening. So um, when, when the first Shockwave treatment was, uh, it's not it's not a pain-free treatment, but you know that that what's happening is is going to be good. It's different. It feels different. You feel like you're getting something that that uh, is eventually going to work, which was which was nice. Um, yeah, I, Shockwave. I didn't know what it was going to be, but when you take a little jackhammer to the outside of your elbow, it's. Uh, it's I remember a lot of fun. it a little differently. Is it okay if I? Tell yeah, you, you go tell, ahead. Tell yeah, everybody how I, I I remember it this way. <laughs> I I met Kenton. He said. I don't think this is going to work. Uh, he was <laughs> he was ready to call it a day. He was ready for surgery, and and uh, yeah, at the time and still is. It's it's a costly treatment as well. And having gone through a lot of different things that hadn't worked, and I I don't know how much you invested in those arms hmm. up until the time we met, but I'm sure it wasn't a small amount of money. Correct. And it was kind of my job at that point to say, well, let's at least give it a chance. And and I think that's where where we were. I want people to hear way more about Shockwave because it's got this ability to make a difference in people's lives who've got these chronic problems. So I can't wait to talk more about Radial Shockwave, which we will do right after the break, talking with Kent Clark here and Radial Shockwave. This is Life Shouldn't Hurt right here on the Chorus Radio Network. Thanks for joining us today on Life Shouldn't Hurt. I'm your friendly neighborhood physiotherapist from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. And remember, you too can share ideas, stories, and feedback with me on Twitter at Leading Edge PT or email me at info at leadingedgephysio.com. And today we've been talking to Kent Clark about his bilateral, both elbows. I'm going to use those terms. You're going to know them all by the time I'm done. Tennis elbow. The medical term is actually medial or lateral epicondylitis on the inside golfer's elbow is medial on the outside lateral. Those are just big words for tennis elbow or golfer's elbow. He had tennis elbow and was keeping him from doing a lot of things he was enjoying. And before the break, we were talking about radial shockwave, which is what I want to get into because it can make a big difference in people's lives. But why don't you tell us all about it? What was it like? You, you know, how did it feel uh, what was your experience with it? Were you worried when we, when you heard the clicking sound, you go. <laughs> so yes, uh, <laughs> I predict pain. Um, but yeah, no, literally you, you lay down in the bed and when you fired up the machine and it started clicking and you could hear, hear the little ball bearing going in there and, and I'm like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> and, uh, and when you put it on probably the most sensitive place that I could possibly put it on, uh, on that outside of that elbow, Right on the bone, um, yeah. It it made you cringe. I I I honestly had some tears coming out of my eyes, and I was climbing up the wall because I remember back in the old studio, I was like tucked, tucked up against the wall, and I was yeah. pretty much climbing the wall. And uh, but you know damn well when when you say it's only going to hit you twenty five hundred times, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> only like, oh okay, that shouldn't right. be long, but uh, but yeah, it. Uh, it's painful, but you know, again, it's it's one of those things that uh, you know that it's good pain. Um, you know, it's 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 doing the right thing and it's getting you to where you need to be. And quite honestly, you had told me four treatments, and after the first two, uh, 
I'm like, no way this is going to work. And uh, I just, I honestly couldn't believe it uh, after the fourth treatment because that was about a month later, I think it was. And uh, man, it, uh, I could start doing things again. And it was incredible. I just, uh, yeah, it, it saved me, man. And people are picturing radial shockwave, like there's, uh, you know, an electrical cattle prod Put or something on like that. And, yeah. and that's not actually what it is. It's a little, a little applicator head that kind of looks like, uh, you know, a James Bond kind of gun, but inside of the chamber is a ball bearing. And that's what you described. Yeah. And you're right. Good memory, by the way. And a pneumatic compressor fires that ball bearing against a steel applicator head at the speed of sound. And that's what creates the, the shock wave the sound wave that's transmitted into the tissue. And it kind of sounds like a jackhammer. It does. And the key to it is, is actually it needs to be applied as many as you can tolerate Mm -hmm. right over the focal point of, or the most tender spot. So now some people can't tolerate it. You did phenomenal. You were able to kind of take it. uh, And, and we work around the area and we can build up to it. Um, And, and so for those listening, although you're hearing that it's uncomfortable, it is, uh, but the effect is fairly cumulative, usually takes three treatments and then a period of time afterwards. And that's kind of, and I, I, I'm going to tell this part because after two, you were like, this isn't working. Yeah. Yeah. No question about it. <laughs> it's yeah, not working. I, I don't I'm know like, why I'm doing this it. anymore. That's probably the second time that I scheduled my surgery that I'd already canceled. So yes. quite honestly, I, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to hang on and I'm going to listen to you and, I, and we're going to try it. But yeah, it was, it, it was painful to go through, but it, it was one of those things that you knew that you were, there was a light at the end of the tunnel, right? So. Yeah. And one of the things that I think we did is I showed you other progress. So you still mm-hmm. had the same pain, but do you yeah. remember yeah. checking your grip strength yeah. and seeing yeah, that you could right. do more, you could squeeze it harder. I, th- I, I can't remember numbers, but you went yeah. from X to Y and you could squeeze way harder. You still had pain. And I said, but look, look what you can do that you couldn't do before. Yeah. And I think that was valuable. It was very valuable. I, I, I knew, again, that there was progress there. So, uh, again, I wasn't pushing it, and I'm not going right. to go out and grab a golf club right, right away and do those types of things. But uh, but I was going to put my time in and uh, and, and listen. <laughs> I'm sure glad I did. So And rest is a key because yeah. uh, when you're going through this treatment, the point of the treatment is actually to stimulate a brand-new healing process right. again. Yeah. And that's what's happening. This trauma, it also creates analgesic, an analgesic effect because it kind of bombards the pain nerve endings. Mm. So going right out, sometimes you might feel a little better after the first treatment and then go, well, it's right back to where we started when you come back for the second visit. But by the third visit, even if it's not gone, there's a window of time that the healing process continues. And because you listened so well, of course, uh, I think we kind of got you through it. Now, take me through the next period of time. What did you do after when things went away? Did you go straight back to everything you wanted to do or? Slowly. Yeah. I started getting back into things and, uh, you know, I was just ecstatic because like I said, mentally I was so just in a dark place that I just, I couldn't do the things I loved. And I had young kids at the time and wasn't able to do fun things with my kids and that. So, um, yeah, slowly I started getting back into it. I mean, I, you know, I went to the golf course and, and you, you're taking a swing with a club, but you're not pulling driver right out right now. And you're just chipping and whatnot. And, and it started feeling good. And that, that, that just revived me and I felt so much better. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, it's not the first time I 
I had you guys do the radial shockwave on my plantar fasciitis too, and and knowing full well that that was <laughs> going to be a painful experience too. Not nearly as painful as the uh, elbow, but man, that really that really helped uh, as well. So yeah, and it can uh, be effective on uh, other insertional tendinopathies like plantar fasciitis, yeah. patellar tendonitis, uh, lateral and medial epicondylitis, golfer and tennis elbow. Uh, rotator cuff tendonitis. So there's all these things that it can work for. We're talking to Kent Clark today here on the Chorus Radio Network. Life shouldn't hurt. I'm Grant Fedorik, and and we've been telling a story about his two tennis elbows and how 15 years ago he went through a, quite an ordeal of not being able to use his arms for the things that he wanted to do. And and I think the important part that that he shared today is one: there's hope for people who think there isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, certainly the things you tried before, I don't think I, I want to say out loud, they're not a waste of time. A lot of things you described before from massage to acupuncture to IMS to deep tissue treatments, they can work and they do work actually. But sometimes when they don't, that's when, that's exactly when kind of radial shockwave kicks in. And that's when it's important to try something. And there is that one more thing. We can't do it right after cortisone. But with, if, if you take a period of time after cortisone, a couple months after, then we can kind of do the shockwave. We used to say do cortisone first. Now we say, actually, this is probably as effective, if not more effective. So let's do the shockwave instead of cortisone because cortisone can have its own impact. Now, here's the thing. It came back. Yeah. Yeah. It came back just recently. And I, I found, well, it was after 15 years, not in my left arm, it just more in my right. I found it was really bothering me playing hockey. Um, just whether it's the composite sticks or whatever it is, I, I don't know, but I stick handling. Um, and it just, it just has come back. Um, now, recently I've, I've gone, I've had two more treatments um, with Scott at the St. Albert office or branch and clinic. And, uh, and, and yeah, it's, I can feel it starting to get better. Uh, so I know I'm on my way to the road to recovery again. So yeah, well, and because exciting. I think, I think this time it, it's an easier go. Cause you already have that hope. You've already got that belief that it's going to get better. You've yeah. been through it before. Um, and, and you've got everything, you know, previously is going to come to your, come in handy today. Yeah. Do you have any, we've got about 60 seconds. Do you got any advice for people who are facing these problems Tennis elbow. Well, I, I the one thing and you said it is is different things work for everybody. And uh, like my dad, for example, had a cortisone shot and it went away. And I've talked to a lot of a lot of people where they they say, oh, I tried acupuncture and it went away. And and that stuff does work. IMS, you name it. Um, but exactly, kind of like you said, it uh, it different things work for different folks. And I would tell, and I've been a huge proponent of radial shockwave for the last. 15 years. So if anybody comes to me and, and knows that I had gone through this, they asked me, it's my first, it's the first phone call. I tell them, yeah, yeah you make the phone call to, to leading edge and, and get this done. And, uh, and you'll, you'll be on the road to recovery. So yeah. Sometimes it's about that. timing sometimes it's when you meet somebody and just yeah. having the right treatment for the right problem at the right time. Kent, thanks for uh, joining us today, and thanks to everybody for joining us on Life Shouldn't Hurt on the Chorus Radio Network. We're here to make a difference. Inspiration, education, sharing stories, a chance to leave our communities healthy, vibrant. You're an important part of this journey, everybody, so help us out. Don't forget to share our show with people you care about. We're available on 
Spotify, iTunes, podcast on Google Podcast. You can also check us out on, with helpful tips on common injuries and recovery on our YouTube channel. They're all called Life Shouldn't Hurt. Until next week, everyone, I'm Grant Fedorik. I appreciate your time and trust. Be well. <laughs>